all the cars. It's very noisy right now. Really? I guess it's because it's Saturday. This might be a bad day to be recording. This might be a wonderful intro. Let's do the introduction, <laughs> okay. and then we can bitch some more. How's okay. that sound? Sounds good. All Hello. Right. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Animoa, the animated movie watch. I'm Beffers. And I'm Birdie. And uh, this is our second installment of our 100th episode, because we wanted to... Make it two, because one wasn't enough. It Why was it? It wasn't enough. I mean, I, I, there there was a theme that we had going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today today's theme is the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the no, the theme was the looking forward. Yes. Versus looking back. Looking forward from the, <laughs> we the decade were. in which we will be continuing the podcast yes. from here on forth. What is that a word? What did you? What just happened? Did you have a stroke? <laughs> yes, yes. I think we'd better drink some drink okay. and, and talk about it. Oh, geez. Well, okay. I set aside a special soda. It's huckleberry flavored. Oh, man. I'm so excited. It's so purple. Y'all don't even know. It is the most purple drink. <laughs> it's radioactive purple. Like, yeah, this is... It's beautiful, and it smells nice. And it is made with... Pure cane sugar, so we're going to have some fun today. Oh, God, I'm not used to drinking this. It's going to be very sweet for me. Okay, well, oh. if you don't want it, I'll have all of it. I'm going to try it, but let's, let's just clink. Mmm, that is purple. It's, well, it's more subtle than I thought it would be. It's pure sugar. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, bear in mind also, this week I have not had much sugar. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to be okay? I don't know. Are you going to finish it? I will do my best. I'm, I'm going to be sipping it throughout, and we'll see if I even come close to finishing, because <laughs> boy, howdy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. We're talking about, like, looking back and stuff. It's like, there was another episode where I had, I was, like, very ill, <laughs> as it turned out. Uh, and this time it's more like... I'm not ill now, but I was pretty recently. <laughs> I'm okay now. And we laugh about it. We laugh about it now. It's hilarious. Yeah. And the other one was, uh, yeah, Charlotte's Web. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's anyway. fun. Um, but yeah, speaking of looking back and also about bitching. Bitching about all the cars going down the road right outside my house. Would closing the blinds help? Um, would it make it quieter? <sighs> Okay, let me do some surgery on this window. Because, like, it's just constant car traffic. I don't understand. I mean, I do. It's Saturday. It's fucking Saturday. What were we thinking? <laughs> darkness. Ooh. I mean, I do like the darkness. Oh. Uh, but also, it's going to make it hard to read my notes. Well, how about now? <gasps> Perfection. Perfection. I don't know if it's any quieter, but it somehow seems a tiny bit more muffled. Yeah. I think that helps. So... So- recording <laughs> this podcast is sometimes weird. It's been an adventure. Um, I mean, because we decided early on just to be in the same room. Yeah, it's more fun that way. I mean, well, and also at the time we were roommates, so it was really just kind of easy to just step into one room and just record. Yeah. Fucking plane. There's an airplane. There, there's been airplanes all week because there's an event going on in the city we are not going to talk about. Oh, I was going to say what it was. Oh, well... I don't want to give it any advertisements. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's just say it's it's 
November and it's Vegas. So do the math. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, all the executives are flying their private airplanes in and out of the airport that's near us. <laughs> Fun. Anyway, so early on, it was just popping into my room and I didn't necessarily like share an immediate wall with like noisy neighbors or anything. True. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was okay there. This room was kind of big. So there was a little bit of the echo. Yeah. But it wasn't the worst situation. And then there was like one episode or two that we did remotely and separately. And then I discovered that was a pain in the ass to, to edit. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, I thought it was going to be easier because it's like, oh, wow, two different tracks. I can like edit our, our volume di- separately. But it just made it twice as long of a process, yeah. ultimately. And then we moved. And then we were still in your... In my room. In your room, but (laughs) it shared a wall with some awful neighbors. Extremely noisy neighbors with children and screaming and singing sometimes. And banging on the wall sometimes? Banging on the walls. Like, like not at us, necessarily. It was just... I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was really fucking loud. And if they were, like, stepping outside either, you could still hear it. Oh. Because I was not too far from the front of the house either. And then... Then I moved. And then I moved. (laughs) And then in my new place, we did, like, one episode there. I think that's all we made was, like, one episode. Maybe Ghost in the Shell. Uh, And that was, like, so echoey because I have final floors and almost nothing on the walls at that point. Like, I just moved in. And we're like, yeah, we can do this. a great new space. And I was just like, oh, this is so echoey. This is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, what if we tried my place? Because as you can see, I do not have an empty room You do not have an empty room. You have lots of stuff in here. (laughs) But what I do have is cars. Cars. And motorcycles. Yeah. And occasional airplanes. Occasional airplanes. That's that's the downside, because I think in terms of editing, it's like the least I've had to do since starting in oh. here, in, in terms of just like editing out weird echoey stuff or, or pauses because of neighbors and shit like that. The cars, though, do get annoying. That, that still is a thing. Yeah, but for this episode, don't even try to edit that out. <laughs> um, some of it, we'll see. It's, but... it's not going to stop. Uh, yeah, because... Again, we picked a Saturday, and Saturday is apparently much more active than Sunday. Go figure. Mm. <laughs> anyway, now, though, it's time to look forward. Yeah. And by forward, we mean still in the 90s, which is kind of before. We're, we're in the mid-90s. This is early 90s. But whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, watch some movies that didn't quite meet our criteria for various reasons. Yes, and I believe... Uh, this one's mine. This one was my suggestion, and then this one was your suggestion, and then we both actually wanted to see this one. Okay, so, so it's we'll kinda... start with one that was your suggestion. Yes, and we'll go chronologically. Yes. Uh, so this one, <laughs> this is one that I I grew up with and saw many, 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 many times as a child, and is near and dear to my heart, and this was one of the early ones that I was like, oh my god, we have to do this one. <laughs> um, it is... Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Vacation, mm-hmm. which I always miss said was How I Spent My Summer Vacation. And even when I told my brother that we were doing this, he was like, don't you mean How I Spent My Summer Vacation? I said, no, actually. <laughs> it's just How I Spent My Vacation. And I'm not sure why, because it's definitely a summer vacation. And then I think they did like a, 
another one that was a spring break. Oh. Uh, not, not familiar with that one. I don't think I ever even saw it. But this one, boy howdy, did I watch it a lot. And, and the show, too. Did, did you watch the show, at least? Because I remember we went into this and you hadn't seen this movie. <laughs> I believe I did watch the show because every single character was so familiar. Mm-hmm. But I could not remember any of their names. Ah, you mean you didn't remember Buster and Babs Bunny or Plucky Duck or Hampton Pig or... Or, um, Dizzy Devil or, um, um, or what's her name? The Duck. Uh, oh man, I had it all and then I lost it. I, I was on a roll. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Anyway. Well, no, because well, as soon as someone says their names, I'm like, of course, that is that person. But until then, it's just yeah, like, Arr. it's already left me. Everything sure. you've ever said has left me. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, there's like Loudmouth, I think is the... The, the little, the chicken the little rooster, rooster get, kid. Yeah, rooster. yeah. Like, Shirley or something is the duck. I can't remember her name. The the mystic. the Oh, yeah, I think the it valley is girl. It, it might be. Oh, my God. Yeah, Shirley. Yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, holy crap. Yeah, this is, again, my childhood friends. Uh, <laughs> like, very beloved. And I remember also going into it. You're like, is this, was this the show that had the little baby duck who talked about water going down the hole uh-huh. and i was like yes yes Yay! it is that's baby plucky yeah so i for sure watched the tv show because mm-hmm. i would quote that all the time <laughs> excellent excellent but yeah so tiny tunes early 90s spielberg throwing his hat in the old like you know what let's do some cartoons ring <laughs> and boy was it successful uh like I, I think we were talking about this a little bit how this was kind of a game changer in terms of like 90s cartoons made you know for kids but with the adults in mind kind oh, of oh yeah i can yeah. see that yeah like this this set a precedent and then animaniacs <laughs> followed and uh, so many other shows did of course i mean we, we mentioned even like batman the animated series you know like stuff like that there's a lot of stuff that popped up around the early 90s it was Oh, the heyday. Yeah. Lovely. I I guess so. Well, according to us. Well. We're showing our age. We're a little bit biased, maybe. But yeah, Tiny Toons. And uh, in this movie, particularly, I I just loved. And in point of fact of, like, talking about, like, oh, and it was made with adults in mind, too. uh, My dad loved this movie, too. And I, I mentioned he, like, randomly quoted it, like, just even as recent like a handful of years ago out of the blue just quoting it it's so weird uh your dad seems like a serious person and my dad really isn't into you know much of anything that isn't like a serious tv show and yet there are things that they like and i'm like really yeah like i can't imagine your dad liking this i know um, right it's it's kind of funny my dad was always a fan of like yeah, he liked the the sort of absurdist adult stuff that would get thrown in because like he loved it when we watched stuff like Rugrats. He loved the parents in the t- in the background mm. talking about all their stuff and the grandpa and like uh, he he I can't remember did he like SpongeBob? I don't know if he I think that was getting a little bit later. I think he liked the earlier stuff. More. I think that was getting a little bit much. Yeah, it was a little SpongeBob. bit much. But no, Tiny Toons for sure. Um, it's wacky. It, it is. It's also a callback to old Warner Brothers cartoons. Exactly. It's got so much of that vibe. And I was picking up on more of that than I ever even really remembered as a kid. 
just like the constant music like there's there's never a break the constant action constant action constant music constant just everything well music in general is just a lot of fun it does a, the, that the usual okay just grabbing classical music references or or anything that's just um public domain <laughs> sorry that took me a second to think of the word a ton of that but and like even to the point like the songs that they were singing like the we're waiting for the clock to dun, dun, strike three yeah three, three. <laughs> yeah like that uh what is it the, the spinning song i can't remember the name of that piece but yeah even that's classical so it's like yeah no there's it, it's it's very early 90s though in terms of humor and references and that was another thing that i was noticing is like man i definitely didn't get this when i was a kid though hmm. <laughs> like like I got that they were referring to famous like actors and personalities and stuff, but I didn't know who they were. It was kind of like how like with the genie in Aladdin, where yeah. like you know that he was doing a bit, but you didn't know who the bit was, and then later you'd see the actual person and be like, oh. <laughs> I yeah. absolutely love the cameos of all the the famous people that they included. Mm-hmm. Absolute characters. <laughs> Jay Leno and his chin. <laughs> Would you like to check your chin yes. at the hotel? Uh, uh, I don't yeah. like Jay Leno, but I love that joke. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of... You don't have to like him to like uh, the yeah. joke. <laughs> In fact, it's even better if you don't like yeah. him. <laughs> no, but the, like, the whole movie is so much fun, but the, the, the I think the, the subplot that I think everyone likes the best, including... My family is the pig family vacation. For sure. It's, I mean, it's it's kind of the centerpiece of the whole thing, as much as we've got, like, the whole Babs and Buster kind of sequence being another important one. That one still, like, pales in comparison to Plucky's woes on the road trip from hell. It's just iconic and so over the top and absurd how awful things are. And again, this is this was my dad's favorite stuff was like the pig family and just like, <laughs> let's play spot the car. It's like, oh yeah, you want to play uh, spot the car with these these license plates, out of state license plates, or spot the red cars. It was like, no, any car. <laughs> it's just like the absurdity. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's so stupid. Love it. <laughs> it also entertains any kid who travels with a different family and yeah. they learn how ridiculous that family is. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a, a lesson in perspective. <laughs> Something that I noted that I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Jonathan Winters is the voice of the uh, the dad pig. <laughs> Mr. Pig. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Hampton's dad. And I was like, wait, where? why do I know that name? He was the thief's running monologue in The Thief and the Cobbler, the one that we were like, dear God, why won't he shut up? Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He, uh, sorry, buddy, you did great as Hampton's dad. But, um, <laughs> shut the fuck up as the thief. He, uh, he has a great voice. He just was not supposed to be in that movie. Right, right, yes. That's a good, that's a much more polite way of putting it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's true. It is, it is. It's yeah. not like... It's his fault he was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> let me, since we talked about yeah. subplots, let me just say I did not really care about the um, the two bunnies. Crap, I forget their names. Bas- uh, Bastard? Oh, wow. Bast- <laughs> Bastard! Bastard! Bastard Bunny. Bastard and Babs. Yeah. 
it was it was cute for like the first ten minutes, but it it does kind of keep going. Yeah, I I still very much enjoy uh, the possum sequence though when it's like the Deliverance uh, parody with like yes. the uh, like he he well he does the the, the tongue thing the and but it's their theme song and then he repeats it back to him so it is basically a parody of the deliverance scene of like repeating the the dueling banjos is that what it's called i can't remember yeah, the name yeah, of the scene. yeah but yeah that that sequence and him doing uh, what is it, charlie adler doing the like i i can i hear it in my sleep <laughs> i heard it like the whole rest of that night after we after we watched it and i'll just randomly find myself singing that now like it's still stuck in my head <laughs> but yeah i get what you mean it's it's kind of like a meh storyline i i don't find them super funny those two which is a shame because i love tress mcneil mm-hmm. and charlie adler's great too but i like byron the dog he's yeah. so cute Woof. and his little body <laughs> pink floppy boy yeah um i like elmira's uh subplot that's a fun one with the cats yeah in the forest <laughs> oh dear Kiss yourself. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot do Cree Summer. I cannot do that voice. Her her voice is incredible. <laughs> it took me like a second to remember that it was her too, because I was like, it's 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 one of those people who can do children's voices really well. Which one is it? Ah, yes, of course, Cree Summer. <laughs> I liked the skunks. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. With uh, Johnny, I can't remember. John, I can't remember his name, but the the movie theater, of course. Because you've got the the audience is now deaf, yeah, uh, and 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 hit the skunk phobia, which is like arachnophobia parody. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't seen the movie yet. That's right, and but we it, just it's right wa- around the same. We just watched arachnophobia too, incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> it's this all is... coming together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good subplot too. And what else even happened? <laughs> uh, I guess the subplot with the axe murderer. Oh, well, I mean, that's still part of the, the, know, but uh, the culture, still, but it's it hilarious. It feels like a plot within a plot. It is. It really is. Because nothing really happens. No. It's just, <laughs> it's just really funny. It's just so funny. <laughs> and uh, the fact that he's, like, enraged by pork or whatever like specifically pig meat and like he's just like revving up the chainsaw just saying different kinds of meat it's just <laughs> that was really creepy f- that was hilarious but yes and then of course though like the the culmination of the, the pig family vacation being like they get to happy world land and this is the part that my dad loved the most <laughs> so they get there they get on the monorail and then they like go around the whole park we're seeing all these hilarious over-the-top rides and plucky's getting more and more excited and then they get off the monorail and start to walk away and he's like what, what where are we going it's like oh that that was enough for one trip like we don't want to overdo it <laughs> And that's the thing that my dad loves to quote is like, like, oh, I don't want to overdo it. <laughs> just can only do one, just one ride. <laughs> and that for that to be the, the finale to that story. really Actually, it's not even though, because then they do like um, slideshow of the home movies or pictures or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just runs off straight back to the school. <laughs> yeah. And then they all sing, and even the hitchhiker's there. And he says, and where the heck is Plucky? And for some reason, <laughs> I always love that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say other than just happily gushing about it, because it's just a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. It's short enough that it's it's painless, basically. <laughs> <laughs> At least I find it that way. 
It was a, a great adventure. And there were two specific lines that I remembered from my childhood. Oh, really? So I must have seen it at some point. But I don't remember what those lines were. I didn't write them down. Uh, I wrote down one that I definitely didn't get as a child that made, uh, I think, the whole couch laugh out loud this time was uh, the Gator family trying to marry Buster yes. to multiple wives. And Buster's like, that's big of me! And... <laughs> The, the father alligator's like, no, that's big of me. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. And the delivery was just pitch perfect for you to understand. Like, yeah. aha. That's, yeah, that absolutely is not a joke for the children. <laughs> Love it. I feel nostalgic for this movie, even though I can't remember it. Uh, it gave me flashbacks to a Warner Brothers uh, Looney Tunes Christmas special I used to watch oh. over and over. Yeah. Just because, you know, these Ooh, are like Tunes. tiny versions of those Looney Tunes. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and I absolutely adored all the caricatures of the famous people, specifically yep. the one where it was a room full of talk show hosts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that part was, that's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. And again, another part where when I was a kid, I didn't really get it. I understood, yes, these are all probably talk show hosts, okay. Yeah. I, I knew because of it, like, who David Letterman was. Like, I, I think oh, really? I, like, I vaguely probably would have seen him on TV, but, like, I don't know, not because we were watching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just like any caricature, you start seeing caricatures everywhere of them, so you almost know the character more than you know the real person. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and if anybody watches this movie, especially for the first time, <laughs> read the credits. Oh my god, the credits. I, that, that's a journey in and of itself. That yeah. was hilarious. Are we, gonna, are we gonna quote any? or just? Let I didn't write surprised. any down. Um, I, I, um, I rewatched the credits so I could you did? write okay. down my favorites. Do it then. Yeah, well they have... I'll, I'll do two. There is a f the first one, which says, the reason why this movie went straight to video, because it's so darn good. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one that made me laugh so much was, do not back up severe tire damage. <laughs> and there are more, and they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. And I, that just reminded me, yeah, this wasn't, this was straight to video. And I think it was one of the first straight to video animated movies. Huh. I think. I, I want to say I read something like that somewhere where it was just like, yeah, th this is what we made it for. So you could just watch it over and over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I did. I sure did. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's enough Tiny Toons for me. That's I enough just, Tiny Toons for yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a long time spent, so we need to... Well, airplane. We could spend as much time as we want, or as much little time. <laughs> I, I definitely know one that I'm not going to want to spend as much time on, but that's not this next one. No, it's not. <laughs> this next one, this will be tricky to not talk a while about. Let but... me turn some pages here. Oh, oh, fully. Oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. This one. I, I don't even, I didn't have any familiarity with it, it was literally me just going down a list of movies that were, that didn't fall under our criteria. I was just going down a list and seeing like, okay, this one, uh, nah, not, not really interested in that, nah, this one. And then this one just jumped out is kind of interesting to me in terms of just not being, one, a subject matter I'm super familiar with, or two, a culture that I'm super familiar with. Mm. Um, and 
the movie in question is uh, Ramayana, the, what is it, The Legend of Prince Ram. Yes. Yes. In 1993, uh, a, a sort of collaboration is between, like, a Japanese animation studio working with, I guess, like, an Indian team in order to, like, kind of get this story told. And it's the, the epic, the Ramayana, just one of one of the old epics, one of the old epic stories, which I'm not. I know Gilgamesh better than I know Ramayana. Oh, like really? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know Ramayana. That was the thing. Is like we went. I went into this thinking like, yeah, I know this. One. I was like, oh shit, no, the one I know is Gilgamesh. Shit. <laughs> um, not even the same culture, and that's that's yeah. <laughs> Oops. But yeah. I had never heard of it, so I'm glad you pointed it out because all I did was see just a a picture from the movie. And I was completely sold because the art style looked so cool. Yeah. I, I, I watched, I think, a trailer after I was like, okay, well, let's see about this one. And then it was like, oh, yeah, no, we, we I think we have to see this yeah. one. It's just too interesting. And just, again, to see Japanese anime tackling Indian folklore slash mythology slash epic tale, I, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, the, the, the amount of research I did on this is not tremendous but it makes me want to do more research it makes me want to learn more that's for sure oh yeah it'll make you do that Uh (laughs) uh-huh that is basically what this movie is and it reminded me in a few ways of the uh son of the white mare in that sense and in terms of watching like a, a, a story that's like deeply inherent to the folklore of a specific culture that i'm sure is hell not familiar with but you can just like the, all the world building, all the, the 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 vibe of it is all there, and it's all self-contained. And you're just like, I'm a fly on a wall here, and I'm just gonna enjoy this. And I I understand like a lot of like sort of the beats that it's gonna follow because stories like this follow these kinds of beats, mm-hmm. and the vibe of it's almost like a fairy tale in some ways because it's all just kind of what is the logic here? There's not really logic. There's, there doesn't need to be logic. We're just going from here to here because this is what the story does. Duh. <laughs> There's a vulture, of course. It talks. It's gonna try to save her. Okay, sure. We saw him in like one for one moment, like eating dinner with everyone. I was just like, why is there a vulture? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but you don't question these things. You don't question these things because it's the Ramiata, bitch. All right. I really enjoyed this. Cool. Yeah, it sure is an epic. At, yeah. At two hours. Yeah, yeah. It was not a short film, but at the same time, I only glanced at my phone once because I think I realized we hadn't taken a break. I was more interested in seeing, oh, yeah. like, wait a minute, or are we are we past the halfway point? Oh, shit, we're almost done, is when I looked at my, my, my phone to see we had maybe, like, 20 minutes left, I think, at that point. Wow. Yeah. And it's not to say it, like, flew by or anything, but neither was I bored. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but... Um, I had some moments, like, mm-hmm. there were a few moments when it was anime style of slow, mm-hmm. you know, how mm-hmm. they like to focus on people's faces, but the, the animation didn't really show them emoting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're gonna look at Rama's face for 20 seconds. Oh. Why? <laughs> I mean, he's pretty. <laughs> He is very pretty. (laughs) Very pretty man. Yeah. So to talk about, I mean, this it was very interesting going into this with almost zero knowledge of the story and just try to follow it, and then just 
we watched it in English. Yeah. And, and sort of just letting the words... And I, I was actually really grateful for all the narration. Because I was just like, yeah, please remind me of their names again. Please say this name like 50 more times so I can commit it to memory. Lakshma. Lakshma. Okay, got it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I got to a point where I, I actually could tell you some of their names. Okay. Because um, you've got, obviously, Ram. Or mm-hmm. Ram. I, that's the thing is pronunciation is interesting it seems like sometimes they drop the final a mm, okay yeah um so i'll be kind of saying it the way i was hearing it and it may or may not be accurate but i'll okay. do my best but yeah ram um being the the titular ramayana <laughs> character i i kind of was familiar with him a little bit in the sense that yes i knew this was an important figure in india as a whole and <laughs> i'm just making a big gesture you can't see me because <laughs> Of all things, RRR, remember yeah. when we saw that? The main, one, one of the main guys, he, he basically took on, like, the appearance of Ram by the end. Yeah. With, like, the, the bow and arrow and the the gold, the, the orange gold outfit. Mm-hmm. And when he got that outfit in, in the movie, I was like, oh shit, there it is! Okay! <laughs> I imagine there's significance to it. I do not know what it is. But yes, so you got Ram, you got C- Sita. Um, yeah. his beautiful bride. Also very pretty. Very pretty. I mean, that's like a plot point. <laughs> She's very pretty. I love the way they, they meet each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's like, She's in a parade, he's in, in the crowd, and they mm-hmm. just lock eyes, and it's a total meet-cute. They they stare, like, the whole time, and I love the animation in that scene. It, yeah. just, it just kind of following their faces as they go by each other. It's just, <laughs> I liked that a lot. Um, you've got his brother or they say brother but i thought he was a friend i don't know no i think it's his brother it's an actual brother okay lakshma also very pretty also pretty yeah everyone is actually very pretty in this movie except for the bad guys because they're bad guys um what (laughs) who's pretty so so the bad guy ravan He's got really his eye shadows on fleek, my dude. Like it's it's so good. He's kind of pretty, and he's got little thingies. Okay. And he's got a pretty good voice in the English. I think I liked his voice. I liked the I bad guy. Okay, I liked the bad guy. I wasn't into him, but I, I one of his sons was kind of pretty. The Viking son? Yeah. The redhead dude? Yeah. Ugh, he was awful. <laughs> he was awful, but I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I called him Viking son because <laughs> he had the red hair. I don't know why uh, he had red hair. I can't remember his name either. That's one of the ones I don't remember. There's a lot of names I don't remember for as many as I do. So yeah, Ra- Ravan is the the big bad guy with many heads. Yeah. I love when that that was revealed. Even the first time it was revealed, it was like, whoa, <laughs> shit, that's cool. Um, and then they never talk about it until the end. Until the end, and you almost forgot that that was a thing. And it's like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> And then you've got, um, you've got the, the, the monkey people, they've got a name, but the monkey people, their king, whose name I forget, but more importantly, you have Hanuman. Yes. Hanuman's the most important of the monkeys. <laughs> and then place names, you've got Ron- uh, Lanka, Lanka being the island where uh, all the, the Rakshashas are from, which is what they all are, mm-hmm. the, the bad guys. Again, that's like, there's a couple of words that are littered throughout that I was like, I do know that. That's like one of the very few like Indian mythology things or Hindu mythology things that I know would be like Rakshasas or um, 
the, the demons that I forget the word for them too, but I, I bleh, some of the stuff was vaguely familiar. I was like, oh shit, yes. Uh, I can't remember the name of the big dude though. The big guy, like, um, I have to look this up because it was, he was, he was kind of iconic. The big dude they fight at the end. Oh, the, the big guy who slept a lot? Yeah, yeah. Could it have been Kumbakarna or something like that? It could have been. I think been. it is. I'm probably saying it wrong, so that doesn't help. He's the giant dude. Okay. What was the name of the monkey who, uh, who could change size? That's Hanuman. Hanuman, yeah. Yeah. There was a moment between Hanuman and that giant dude when... Yes. Yeah. Hanuman <laughs> hands him his dead sons mm-hmm. and... The, the giant guy says, thank you for your consideration. Yeah. Like, he, he gives him a moment to mourn his children, and he is openly thankful for it. Right in the, in the middle of a battlefield. I know. I loved how that played out. Like, I, I, def- I made note of that as well, for sure. Yeah, there's so much having to do with uh, honor or, like, warrior's codes or something. Yeah. I don't even know, like if there are any official rules in this movie, but I could sense it everywhere and I loved it. Yeah, I think there are because they they mentioned a few times that Rom is like, he's a, they had a word that they were saying that is basically like whatever it means is warrior. And I think Lakshma was like calling him out and saying like, well, that's not really the warrior way and then saying some stuff. So there probably are specific rules about how you are supposed Mm. to act. And Rom's like, "Mm -mm, nah. And I think there's another quote I did write down. Also near the end there, where they were, um, they were collecting the enemy dead and cremating them, and he was getting called out on that. And he said, "No, in death they are no longer enemies." Yes. And I just was like, "Oh, That's so true, my heart." <laughs> so yeah, there, there's some, not just uh, there. There are two different aspects of this. Like on one hand, really shockingly powerful, good stuff. Like in terms, in terms of what's being said and messages throughout this movie. But also on the other, another angle to that is like, not a bad English translation, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously we don't know that the original is, but the English, the, the lines were good. Like, yeah. there was nothing there that was like cornball, like bad necessarily. It all kind of felt like, this makes sense. Yeah. Most of the performances were pretty good too, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I liked that everyone sounded, uh, I bet in, not everybody's first, English was not their first language. <laughs> it uh, sounds like a lot. The guy who played Rom in the English... <laughs> He sounded just like a British dude. Yeah, only more stiff, if that could be possible. What? <laughs> but yeah, most most people sounded like they were from somewhere in India, uh, perhaps originally, or even still. Um, don't know, though. And, and glancing at the cast, yeah, it looked to be the case. So yeah. that's, you know, that's cool, at least. No one was really annoying except for one villain lady oh. who, who tried to seduce Rum. <laughs> The, yeah, she was just like, <laughs> but it would, it was still hilarious. Nose, <laughs> she gets her nose like cut off, I think. Yeah, <laughs> or no, shot off. I think it gets third. Oh, no. Not shot. He throws his knife, I think, at her. Yes, and it, yeah, okay. I was like, there was a projectile involved. <laughs> <laughs> We're not really going over the plot. Not but really. I, I don't care. I want people to hear these comments out of yeah, context. Yeah, no, it's, it's so. Some things are so weird. Other things are are so true to epic form that you have to kind of be in the moment to get it honestly i did try reading a synopsis like right before watching it and it didn't tell me much and i got 
my, my brain started getting confused and convoluted by it. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm going to give up. I'm just going to watch the movie and let it just take me on the journey. And I'm glad I did that cool. because then I went back and tried to reread the synopsis. I was like, oh, I know who all these people are now. Okay, this makes much more sense. <laughs> and yeah, like the briefest of synopsis would be uh, Rom being a prince of Iodia. Iodia, I think is how you say it. And also possibly uh, an incarnation of Vishnu, I believe. Yeah, they mentioned Vishnu. Yeah, Vishnu, um, who I guess comes down every once in a while. And this is just one of his versions of himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Ram now. And he travels and finds Sita and they get married. And then eventually there's shenanigans in the kingdom and he gets cast out for 40 years to be banished. And Lakshma and Sita go with him. And then no. bad guys find them. And Wait, you forgot the most oh. important part. They become Disney princesses. Oh, they do. All three of them. All three of them are Disney princesses. <laughs> it's glorious. They have all the animal friends yep. living in nature. The deer. Being, so many deer. Being good people. Yeah. it's It was pretty adorable. I actually really liked that sequence with the song and yeah. the, the pretty visuals, even though the visuals were a little choppy for us. We had to find this movie on YouTube, yeah. sadly. Anyway, so then Ravan and his people find out about their existence, and uh, eventually Ravan finds out that Sita's, like, fucking hot. So he's like, cool, I'm gonna go steal her. And he does. And he kidnaps her. And, and the vulture tries to save tries her. Tries to save her. And he gets mortally wounded. And there's nothing quite like cutting to a scene where you've got a character cradling a vulture in their arms as they die. It, it's that, like... That broke my heart. It's heartbreaking, but the same kind. It's kind of silly. I mean, it's... Yeah, the concept is silly, but yeah. when they showed it, I was like, no! I know, me too. I was like, no. I was rooting for that vulture. I was like, vulture MVP. MVP. I think I even wrote that down. <laughs> Poor MVP vulture. When he died. Also, he kicked the deer in all caps. Oh, the bad guy kicked a deer. <laughs> that guy did kick a deer. It was pretty rude. And an elephant stepped on a pile of lizards. <gasps> yeah, that was also rude. That I was like, rude. That was not necessary. Just because they're on enemy territory, they're Doesn't still doing mean... their thing. Yeah, they're not enemy lizards per se. Just sitting on a rock, leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she gets kidnapped and taken to Lanka, and then, like, pretty much the rest of the movie is Rom being like, I'm gonna find her, and I'm going to get people to help me, and then the monkey people help, and they build, they, they, they form an army, and uh, after they realize that not just Sita needs to be saved, everyone on who's oppressed on that island and has been taken away needs to be saved, so, yeah, they build that bridge, which was a very fun idea. What did I write down? Oh, yeah, the rock bridge. The rock bridge that floats. Ocean's a bro. Uh, <laughs> Ocean's a bro. I wrote that down. No, the bridge is a cool concept. Yeah, it, like, just... Obviously, it's it's such a fable-like kind of thing, a yeah. mythology kind of thing. It's like, yes, write your name on every rock, and if you place it into the water, it'll float, and just build a bridge. And that is science, children. Gee, yes. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> I gotta say, when Rom does get reunited with Sita, mm-hmm. it the payoff is not worth it because, like, all of a sudden they're just together saying each other's names, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, I want to see him looking for her because yeah, if you no. just show them together again, I'm like, okay, I guess movie's over now. Cool. Yeah, okay. it was kind of a letdown. 
But you know what wasn't a letdown was that final fight with Ravan in his final form, which was such a cool final form with his many heads and many arms. Yeah. And scary, scary dude. But then Rom gets his Chekhov's frisbee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he throws it at him. It's one of the many weapons he is given, and it's it's shown very prominently on the screen, and you're thinking, what is that? But then he just uses everything else, and you're like... Okay, okay, I guess we're just going to forget about that. But we don't forget about it. No, we don't. No, we don't. They, 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 very early on, like, he tried to use it or something, and he was told, no, 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 that will be used when the time is right or when you become worthy. You know, one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things. One of those hero's journey things. Yeah, of course, of course. And then, you know, I, I feel like I need to dwell a little bit more on Hanuman before we move on. Hanuman? Yeah, I can't say okay. Right. Um I love Hanuman. Yeah, I do too. I really love Hanuman. And this is why I realized I had heard of him was he's he seems very much like a precursor to the Monkey King, to Sun Wukong, and, mm. and Journey to the West, which the whole thing also felt very Journey to the West, with them like walking along and all of a sudden there's a monster! The hill is a monster! We have to fight the monster. Anyway, on we go. On our journey. <laughs> but now there's another monster! We must fight it! Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> that kind of story. But... Hanuman doing shit like letting himself get captured and then his tail getting set on fire and then he's like, oh no, it hurts. And let me just jump around on all these rooftops and set <laughs> everything on fire. Oops-a-doodle. Such a trickster thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then such a mythological thing for him to do, to fly to the Himalayas and go to look for some herbs and be like, man, this isn't enough. I better bring back the whole damn mountain. And just like... <laughs> Picks up the mountain and flies back with it. Okay. Why not? <laughs> and then we're reminded of this concept of honor again, because when they're done, he takes the mountain back. Takes it back. <laughs> oh, man. I love that detail. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say other than, I like, I, I definitely recommend watching this if, if you're a fan of uh, anime, first of all, because mm -hmm. it's got pretty solid animation. Yeah. Um, very cool style overall, I'd say. And if you're at all interested in, like, Hindu mythology or the epic long-form hero's journey story or, or just, in a sense, like, history, I guess, because yeah. it feels historical regardless. So many loud noises. This is the most I've ever heard airplanes in this area in my t entire life. Again, it's because of the event this week. It's specifically this week. Goodness. We were very unlucky <laughs> recording this. Oh, how's the air quality going to be? It's already crappy today. All these oh. freaking jets flying in. I'm just going to stay inside after this. <laughs> let, me, let me go on an environmental rant. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, who else would like this movie? Anyone uh, who likes um, any kind of music that comes from India? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Love the music. The soundtrack was great. Yeah, I think we better move on. But yeah. Loved, loved it. Uh, I, I'd say, like, of the movies we, we watched, I think this was, like, the most, like, just sort of, like, Yes, this is a good, solid movie, darn it. <laughs> it is a movie. Yep. It is It is solid. Like like their muscles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, if you, if you like Dragon Ball Z, because there's like a bunch of warrior dudes with all these big muscles, and sometimes they kind of power up. Yeah, there's a bit of that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on. 
My I'll one of my you, picks. I'll let you take the reins on this one. I will take the blame for this one. And take the blame for this one. So, uh, this was this is a Studio Ghibli movie made for TV, I believe. I think so. And I I wanted to include it because I'd never heard of it, and same. It seemed a weird concept that they would make something for TV, but they did. Yeah. It's called Ocean Waves. Uh huh. And it's like a slice of life high school movie. Like high school drama, kind yeah. of. Yeah. But uh, here's here's why people don't talk about this movie. It will piss you off. <laughs> piss you off so fucking much. <laughs> if you have any sense whatsoever. Holy shit. It's not even just like the protagonist himself, yes. But it's the main girl. The main girl, yeah. I think what they were trying to do is be like, oh, this girl is causing me so much trouble, but she found her way into my heart. But they don't do that successfully. It's that and, like, also... They didn't even sort of do this at the end with, like, the, the high school reunion. It's, like, playing into, like, the nostalgia of high school and the vibe you had in high school. And, like, yes, everybody was caught up in their own drama and all that shit seems so important and then you grow up a little bit and you look back at it and it's kind of like man we hated each other but wasn't that kind of fun <laughs> um not not really but that, you know what i mean yeah. like 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 i can think of a high school reunion that i went to where sure there were people that i you know realized at the time weren't really the best of friends to me and uh you know, I walked away from that feeling pretty butthurt about it. Understandably so, yeah. considering how they did not treat me super great. Um, and then came back to this reunion, and they were, like, so friendly with me. And I was, like, kind of cautiously friendly back. Like, I don't know if I trust this. Mm. But they seemed genuine, and they, they kind of seemed like, oh, they've matured. Yeah. They've grown beyond their crappy high school self. And I think we can actually have a conversation as... Young adults, because I would say at the time, I'm you know, probably still, like, college age. <laughs> this was not that long yeah. after all of it. Uh, it was probably the five-year anniversary, oh, so, yeah. I hated high school so much that I have not been to a reunion. I mm. don't know when they are. I don't care when they are. Well, there's probably no, coming up. <laughs> there's no tenure. reason for me to, yeah. to be there. No, not tenure. What am I saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> my old. brain! You're old! Ah. <laughs> high school took so much of my life already, and why would I give any of my time back to it? All right, fair enough. Yeah. So that's how you feel about that's how it. I feel. Uh, that's how I feel about this, this girl. fucking movie. Rikaku. <laughs> oh my god. At first, at, okay, at first you feel sorry Rikaku. for her because you're like, okay, she's the new girl. Yeah. She's not making friends very well. Her parents just went through a divorce. Maybe yeah. something else is going on. But she just strings all of her friends along. Absolutely. Into her drama. Nothing gets resolved. I, I don't know what else, what else to say. She's extremely selfish and a brat yeah she is like such a selfish brat in this movie and the main character calls her out on it too and in a, a shocking moment he slaps her after she slapped him mm -hmm. i want to point that out she slapped yeah. him first there's a bit of slapping in this movie yep she slaps him again later god damn it <laughs> um but yeah no she I was just, I was so confused by this movie at first, and then I just got annoyed. But the confusion came from the beginning, where we've got these two boys, the two main boys. I can't remember anybody's names. Taku and, and 
Utaka. Utaka, yes. Yeah. Talking to each other about, like, oh, there's a new girl. Oh. And already I was just like, what is the vibe between these two? What's going on here? It was a little... I don't know. It's very homo. Like, they're they're obviously friends, but you feel like there's something else too. It, the, dude, the, the, I I wrote down like one of my third notes was I ship these boys, <laughs> and I I do think that there's a lot of of homosexual subtext in this. But it was the early nineties, yeah. So. so it could only be subtext, and and we get to that point at the end where they're walking out on the pier and they hang out there at the pier and they're looking out at the water. I'm like. Yeah, if this were modern, they'd kiss. Like, they would kiss right now. This would be the perfect time for them to kiss, but or, instead, no. Or it's anime, so they would at least stare at each other's eyes yes. longingly for yes. two whole minutes. Yeah, no. I just, like, all my notes for this movie were just like, stay the fuck away from her. Just run away. Get away from her. She's awful. Or, like, go be friends with him again. Go kiss him. Go 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 hang out with him. And like, like, like and then at one point, so much for him because he like defended her or something. I don't know. Yeah, she literally only cares about herself. It was just so frustrating. And then there's a part where he flashes back to like times they've shared together, and it's literally every single time she annoyed me in the entire movie. Just like <laughs> yeah. her yelling and harping and being a bitch and being selfish. And being awful. And, like, we're supposed to feel nostalgic about yeah. that. It's like, why is he smiling? Why is this, like, pleasant music playing? It, it, almost, it almost feels like a comedy. It felt so unreal that it's like, oh, we're flashing back to this. And it's just like, bah, 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 bah. And I'm like what, is, what is the tone? I'm so confused. And then it ends with him, like, being like, oh, I realized I loved her all along. Or I'd always loved her. And I'm just like, Ridiculous. I want to punch the fucking screen. <laughs> But when the credits rolled, we were just still sitting there, like, with a scowl on our face. Yeah, we were all pissed. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, and instantly, just like, so, so we shoved the boys, right? Yes, yes, we do. Okay, good, good. If only the whole movie were, like, about that being the actual, like, focus instead of it being, like, oh, he ends up with her at the end. If it were, like, no, he rejects her and then maybe if we don't have like a definitive like okay yes the the two boys end up together we at least have like they had their moment on the pier we can we can dream right mm. instead of him having his other ending fuck so mad i'm so <laughs> mad about this so i guess only only watch this movie everybody if you're an absolute <laughs> ghibli fan and you just need to watch everything yeah but completionist <laughs> You, you may be upset by this movie. Yeah. Also, if you love slice of life high school dramas, I guess, go ahead. Sure. Whatever. We don't care. I don't care. I want to yeah, stop talking moving about on. this movie. <laughs> we're, we're done with this one. And then uh, this one is one that we both did want to watch. I have the book right here. Okay. Hello, book. Hello, book. Hello. <laughs> but that face? Look no. at this cover. It's no. a cat with very human-like eyes. I hate those eyes. I, I think it... It's very reflective of this book. I mean, I really do. Makes sense considering the story. So this is Fila Day. Mm -hmm. It was originally German, and it the animated movie is originally German. Nineteen ninety four. Yes, yeah. So the movie is based off the book, almost verbatim. Wow, it was pretty pretty damn close. Obviously, the book goes on at yeah. length at some point. Sure, sure. Um. 
and of course, whenever a book is involved with <laughs> with a movie we're watching, I have to read it. Yep, you did um, the thing. I will say everyone should just watch the movie instead. Um, I can, even without having read it, I can agree with that because I read a little bit about the author and how he managed to cancel himself. Oh, well, he... <laughs> he tries in this book. Oh, does he? He, he has some biases, uh, as told through his main character, Francis. Oh, see, because uh, my understanding is that he went down the Claudandus route. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah. No, I just don't he, like the opinions in this book. <laughs> he went... <laughs> to the right. Wow. Ever to the right. Yeah. Wow. Like, like canceled well, overnight kind of bullshit. He didn't read his own fucking book? I know, that's what we were like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know how that happened. I didn't look into it too much because I assumed you did. But, uh, no, maybe I just not. read the book. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, that's the extent of what I know. So I would say, yeah, just stick to the movie. Because this is not a movie for kids. No. Goodbye. No. It has dis- disemboweled cats. Violence. And, and violence. And sex. And sex. Yes. There is cat sex. And the novel also, every time Francis makes uh, makes a comment where he uses pop culture, it's all, it's usually American. Oh. And it, I don't know. He, and it's usually human references. So I'm like, huh. are you a cat or are you a human? He seems, he, and he seems very full of himself. I don't know what you got from the movie. How did you, what did you think of Francis? I liked him. Okay. I thought he was a fine protagonist. Uh, I, 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 he didn't really have like a whole lot of personality, honestly. That, yeah, that's true in the book too. Um, or he tries to have personality, but it's like, uh, he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. We should point out that we did watch this in German. We did. We almost watched it in English and then we found the German and went with that instead. Um, and I'm glad we did because I bet I wouldn't have liked Francis as much if we had watched the English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you got a cat named Francis who just moves into the neighborhood and, um, he finds out straight away that some murders have been happening. So he teams up yeah. with another cat who's in German is named Blaubart. Blaubart! In English, it's Bluebeard. I'm going to call him Blaubart. I love it. Me too. Okay, good, good, good. I'm, I'm used to the German stuff now because that's what I saw. And uh, Blaubart is a snarky, uh, scarred cat. I love him so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Um, uh, so they, I mean, spoiler alert, they find out that the villain is... Um, oh, we're just skipping ahead. Yeah. Should we? Because we're... We're running out of time, so yeah. Well, I mean, I what else could I include? Um, I mean, you know, like I, I, I guess there's the, the mystery of... Learning all like the little details about the, the 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 killings. How it's always a male cat, and it always seems to involve like a female cat in heat that's nearby. That's what they think at first, until female cats start getting murdered. Yes, that's true. Um, but what's pointed out then it's like, oh, it was changed on purpose to try to draw your attention to something, mm-hmm. which is something that's discussed with the the character of Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> yeah, he's like an old wise cat who knows how to use a computer, which is a concept I like. I liked that idea as well. Y- your your cat is learning how to use the keyboard, right? Uh, she will type things every <laughs> once in a while. She has typed messages to my boss before. <laughs> well, she's only trying to solve a mystery. Oh, bless her little heart. <laughs> but yeah, Pascal teaches Francis how to use the computer, which yeah. I thought was it was pretty cute. But yeah, he keeps, uh, Francis keeps going back to Pascal with, like, information about what he's learning and mm-hmm. everything, and 
think that was my first hint that, like, hang on now. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. My first hint was the meeting of all the neighborhood cats when Francis and Pascal try to update them on things that are happening. Oh, that was... Oh. It was pretty late. Okay. But I'm not a mystery Okay, reader, so. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm big but, in mysteries. Uh, <laughs> Pascal kind of steers the conversation into blaming a specific thing for the murder. Yeah, so. he really laid into it at that point. And he was like, no, let's focus on this other thing and not talk about the thing that this other person just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall I talk about the lab and everything? Um, yeah, because it, it touches on the most disturbing stuff in the entire movie. Yeah, so there is a scientist who is testing... It's a type of adhesive that would replace, uh, I don't know, any kind of stitching or surgery you would yeah, need like sutures, to, I guess. Yeah, to heal yeah. any kind of wound. Now, here's what doesn't make sense. This guy is supposed to be a scientist, but he is testing on live animals with very awful incisions. Yeah. It, because he's act, turns out he's insane, but yeah. still, you're a scientist. You know you should not do that. Well, I mean, his assistants go along with it at first, but, I mean, that's the reason why his assistants leave, right? Because it's like, this dude's nuts. He's fucking murdering cats yeah. as he's, like, experimenting on them. They're like, peace, we're out, man. <laughs> uh, in the book, originally, Francis comes across his journals, and they are provided for us to read. But in the movie, he finds um, some strangely edited videos like video okay. diaries and it'd be it's obvious on the videos that the scientist is also an alcoholic but yeah they showed that in the but in the book you gradually find that out okay yeah um also in the movie you get to you get to see <laughs> get uh dis disembowelments of cats and cats being cut open whereas in the book section basically yeah whereas in the book you just read about it in a very distant kind of voice so yeah in that sense the book is better but that's probably the only reason why the book is better yeah this was very visceral and very upsetting this was very plague dogs yes yes, yes it was this was very watership down but but nothing mm -hmm. was cute about this movie at um all. so you also had in terms of like awful sequences like there's that one but then there's also the the nightmare uh, there's a couple of nightmares he has, but I think oh, yeah. the one that's more iconic is the one that's where it's like a like a world of dead cats, and then um, the geneticist I can't remember his name Ma Mandel or Mendel Mendel I think it's Mendel mm -hmm. um, starts yelling about that basically and it's like you you know the answer and but then also like all of these dead cats are like on puppet strings and it's just. The, the animation is kind of amazing in that sequence, I'll say. Like, it's like the sketchy, loose, flowing... I mean, the animation in the entire damn movie is really good. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm on the fence. Oh, <laughs> hard disagree. Um, About some things. The, the animation and the designs and, like, there, there's people clearly who knew what the fuck they were doing worked on this movie. The way the... The cats were animated running was very dog-like, actually, I thought. Because their, their legs were apart, and they were, like, flopping around as they ran up the stairs. It, it took me out of the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Among other things. I was more thinking in terms of, like, facial animations, but fair enough. <laughs> but yes, that, that sequence, though, with the, the nightmare and that was kind of gorgeous, but also freaky to look at. I was much more disturbed by the, the being cut into stuff. I had to look away from the screen 
at the cutting and also yeah. that dream in particular. <laughs> um, but yeah, do we want to spoil it? Oh, we haven't even explained who the fuck Cloudandus is, Yeah, though. he was a stray cat that the mad scientist adopted and started testing on, and it turned out that he, Cloudandus was the only cat who actually responded to the responded well to the adhesive thing Mm -hmm. and but then at the end when like before i guess like the entire lab either burned down or all the cats escaped there was like some sort of climactic thing that happened apparently the doctor thought that cloudanda spoke to him and like told him to take him out of his cage or something and it it was really vague in 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 the the movie, from what I remember. Um, they explained that in the book. Apparently, uh, Claudandus actually moved his mouth similarly to a human so that he could talk to the doctor. Whoa. Which would be so creepy. That would be so freaky, yeah. So creepy. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, the idea is that currently in like the, the story, Claudandus is sort of revered by a cult that believe that he suffered for them, and now they suffer too in his name, Claudandus. Um, it was, it's so it was very weird. weird. It was very, very surreal. Uh, there's a rumor that Claudandus is not actually dead. Uh, he's still around somewhere. And and you might, <laughs> listeners, know who, who that is by now. Yeah. <laughs> you I might wonder who could guess. possibly be. It's an older cat who's very smart and knows a lot about genetics yeah, and um, this book goes into some... Racial purity! Yeah. That's the motive! That's the motive for the murders! Yep. What the fuck? Felt very out of left field, but at the same time, like, okay, I guess this is where it has been building to, huh? Yeah. They did mention genetics. They didn't lie about that, and then they're, they're yeah, he's murdering specific cats, and there's talking about, like... This old race of cats that's like trying to be rebred into a, into modern times or something. It was. It's a little bit cerebral, I will say, for a movie about talking murdering cats, but that very much seems to suit the book. Yeah, that that makes it a more scary mystery story too. Oh yeah, rather than just like, just wanted to murder them because he hates that kind of cat or something yeah. you know it's like no there's a reason why he doesn't like that kind of cat because it doesn't align with his idea of what a perfect cat is mm-hmm. I, I have a quote here yes. um when francis is thinking about things close to the end of the book and it's about dictators and selective breeding specifically mm-hmm. where do i start here he mentions dictatorships and he thinks Evil always flourishes when it can count on well-meaning ignorance. In other words, things always get as bad as they are allowed to get. The love of comfort is the great evil of the world, the bane of every intelligent being. Ain't that just the truth, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. So, like, if you ever stop and think, well, how, how could I, a group of people just disappear? This is, uh-huh. this is how. Uh-huh. It doesn't just happen overnight. It's a slow progression. Yep. I do not recommend anyone read this book. <laughs> unless you absolutely freaking adore all talking cats all the time. Alright. Um, I did not like the writing. And yeah. I recommend the movie, though. 
just, uh, you know, be prepared for not a kid's movie. You know, be prepared for more of a Plague Dogs feel. Yeah. But it had some surprisingly fun, like, funny parts and moments. Yeah. There were definitely some moments of levity to kind of break it up a little bit. But it's still overall pretty grisly and dark. Mm-hmm. But oh. good. Also, if you've ever wondered what Jim Cummings would sound like if he spoke fluent German, there, ah! there were two characters who made me think that might be Jim Cummings. <laughs> uh, the big one? Yeah, Kong. Yeah. yeah. The big one and Blaubart sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's Feel-A-Day. That's Feel-A-Day. And that's it for our movies. I first heard about this movie in high school and I'm so glad I waited to watch Oh, yeah. No, that would not have been a great time to watch it. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, now, um, before we go, we've got some questions, I think. We were going to yeah. talk about We did this in the first episode with our looking back, but now we're looking forward. We're looking forward. Sue. <laughs> well, we are looking forward to... A bunch of studios being created. That's true. That we got DreamWorks and Leica and a bunch of other things I can't remember oh, right man. now. Yeah, there's a lot coming up. But we also have some old studios that we're gonna keep exploring, like Disney and Ghibli and Pixar. Pixar. Technically, we've, we've just gotten started with them, but they're still new. For Disney, is there anything in particular you're looking? forward to in the next 100, 200, 300 episodes. <laughs> that's the thing about this. It's so broad with looking forward is like, we aren't limited. It's like, it's literally everything up until now and then potentially beyond because we don't fucking know. But <laughs> and, and yet a lot of my answers are probably going to be like, kind of, kind of stuck in the early 2000s and earlier. Oh. <laughs> Not all of them, but some of them. And I'm specifically thinking in terms of like, I can't wait to do this because I want, I can't wait for us to talk about it. Okay. Not necessarily, I, I can't wait to see that movie. It's like, I can't wait to do the episode. Oh, cool. And in this case, uh, Disney, Treasure Planet. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just excited to watch that, man, and see how good it is in comparison to other stuff going on because I feel like I don't have that memory. Right now, I just have memories of memories of that movie. I have memories of us watching that movie together yeah. and loving it together. So that's part of the excitement for me is being like, oh my God, it's going to take me back to when we were sitting on your damn family couch watching this <laughs> freaking movie and being like, the captain and <laughs> Doppler. <laughs> anyway, what about you? Uh, I'm looking forward to Tangled. Oh. And, and the dawn of that Disney that, 3D animation. Like the, the well, they... Had already done, but their their revolution basically, yeah. kind Tangled of their their was... renaissance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Pixar? Um, ooh, that's a toss up for me. I'd say it's between Ratatouille and Up, which oh. incidentally are not too far apart from each other. I'm looking forward to Finding Nemo. I almost was thinking that one too. <laughs> that one is close to my heart. Yeah. How about DreamWorks? <laughs> so. This one's not too far away at all. Yeah. I mean, you probably know, right? Is it going to be the Prince of Egypt? Yes, it's the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the episodes I'm most excited for, like, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to reliving 
all the Shrek movies. Oh. And thinking of them in the context of what we've already seen. Because yeah. you know how we just keep comparing all these movies together. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is fun. And, and Shrek being, like, so reliant on parody and, and, like, riffing on Disney stuff. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> how about Ghibli? I mean, again, not, not projecting too far into the future here. Mononoke Hime. Princess yeah. Mononoke. I have no idea what Ghibli has been doing in the past five years, so I'm I'm excited to see if they've actually done anything that I'd really like. I mean, I, I guess the most recent one, like The Boy and the Heron or something, I think. Okay. Uh, it's the very, very most recent one, and it's getting a lot of hype, so... Mm. Yeah, that's right. that one. That one might be the one for you. <laughs> um, any other studios? Um, or just a movie. Or just that... a movie, an animated movie. Into the Spider-Verse. <gasps> Not even Across the Spider-Verse, which is, you know, amazing movie, arguably better than the first, but because the first one was the first one. Yes. It's just, yes. I, I have to look forward to it first. <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. That's going to be nuts. <laughs> and like you know five years from now yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing any uh indie studio yeah 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 absolutely uh so now here's the fun stuff uh is oh there, boy there anything coming up you know will be bad but you're looking forward to it anyway okay so this one i had to rack my brain for a bit trying to think of like why would i look forward to something bad and then it occurred to me it's like okay well maybe it's something that Yes, I know is bad, but I'd like to see it again just to go into it knowing that it's weaker than perhaps the rest of this studio's output. And that would be The Good Dinosaur. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I remember, I think we went and saw it. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, what a letdown. But also knowing a lot of the history of like the production hell that that movie went through and then... Having seen it and knowing, like, okay, here's what to expect, as opposed to going in and being like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why is this like this? Um, and just seeing if I can enjoy it in a different way, maybe? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, I... What about you? Yeah. I'm thinking about the rest of Disney's 2D animated movies. I really want to see, well, if they meet our criteria, like... Some of them might not. Yeah. Just... Depending. Just how that goes. Yeah. How that went for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely some bad ones and there's some stinkers. <laughs> a movie you have never seen, but mm -hmm. this podcast will give you an excuse to see it. The Triplets of Belleville. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Never saw it. I've seen clips of it and I had to leave the room because the, the old ladies scared me. I, <laughs> you know, fair enough, having seen the... the, the trailers and stuff for it uh the animation looks pretty bonkers and the style looks wackadoo um but yeah that was definitely one that like throughout like you know as an animation student everybody fucking talked about it and i was like god damn it i need to see this and i never did it's time and what about you uh there are quite a few pixar movies i haven't seen oh or a handful of them okay so like some of the cars movies because i certainly have skipped Cars um, 2 and 3. Yeah, some of the Cars movies and Onward. Oh! And I don't know if the Planes movies meet our criteria. We'll find out. I think I don't think those were theatrical. Really? I don't think so. We'll find out. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's too Onward. far to Good the to future. Know. Good to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a movie you're dreading watching. 
I almost said it and I almost burst out laughing because it's just B-movie. <laughs> no, I don't think that meets her criteria. It does. It's at 50. What? It's at 50%. But if it's exactly at 50%, yes. then we make an executive decision. No. I'm sorry. 50, 50 is it? We'll, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see how we feel. Or maybe we could just watch it to make fun of it the whole time. I mean, that's like the whole point of the movie. It's just like, you're just... It's a meme now, so, I mean, maybe that'll make it fun. Okay. The meme movie. The meme movie, indeed. <laughs> um, I'm dreading watching some DreamWorks movies because they're... I may go on a rant several times in the future, but there comes a point when all of their character designs look the same. Interesting. I'll point them out as I see them later on. I'm curious if all of those meet our criteria, because I know there's a couple that will not. They do meet our criteria. Okay. At least a few. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, how about a movie you wish we could cover, but we can't because of our criteria? Okay. So this one comes in at 49%, and it's The Road to El Dorado. And that is a fucking crying shame, if you ask me. That is a crime against nature. This is where I think (laughs) we can make an executive decision, because it is under 50 because that's when we have to come in and step in and be like, all right, now, hold on. Wait a minute. Who the fuck said this was 49 and not 50? I know. Who, who thinks they have the right? Who are these critics <laughs> to shit on our movie like this? <laughs> Sorry. Because we're, we made the movie. We made the damn movie. This is our movie. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to watch it. <laughs> really? I've decided we're going to watch it. So, yeah, never mind about... Being upset about not being able to watch it. Because we're going to. Damn it. Because you said so. I said so. We're going to watch The Road (laughs) to El Dorado. You hear to hear for for, for, fall, folks. For for, 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 for. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I'm pretty sure that the Tinkerbell and the Barbie movies were straight to video. Oh. But I have heard that they are actually good. Ah, you're right. Yeah. And, And actually, for that matter, some of the Disney sequels... As well. Yeah, we wanted to watch Cinderella 3. Yeah. Cinderella 3! So we're gonna try to squeeze in some movies or episodes. I was gonna say, maybe we can do, like, maybe you know, we all Barbie episode. That's the thing, is we, we, we do these special episodes, you know, 50, 50 episode anniversary and the 100 episode anniversary. Who's to say we can't just pick a random time where we're like, you know what, we're just gonna do a special. And it's gonna focus on all these movies mm. or whatever and and we could just make an exception and just do our own thing because maybe that's what we should be doing moving forward is changing things up a little bit yeah because this this is our era of yeah. animated movies we can do what we want yeah this <laughs> is the shit we grew up with and remember growing up with like we are at a point now where we went to the theaters to see these movies sometimes together <laughs> we're getting there <laughs> yeah. we are getting there <laughs> that's wild to think about but absolutely so, so we're gonna have to sit down at our boardroom table and mm, yes. make th- some of these executive decisions indeed that's yes. why all of these people have been flying in for, ah, yes. for this meeting <laughs> the vips are here to discuss uh the future of animoa with us wonderful <laughs> now that they're all here Get, get the fuck out of Vegas, please. You're so loud. Please, please. You're so loud. You make it so crowded. It's so... I can't stand it. Anyway, I have one last <gasps> question. Surprise. Surprise. I don't know about this one. Well, it shouldn't be a surprise because I asked it 
on our 50th episode. (gasps) I asked you where you think we would be on our 100th episode. What did I say? You said we would be in the late 90s. I was close. And I said we would be in the early 2000s. So I think... I won! You won! I won! Yes! What did I win? Um... (gasps) It's dusty. Oh, it's dusty. Okay. There. Okay. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I got a lay. (laughs) Thank you. Yay! Yay. It's not really a question. Or are you going to ask where we think we're going to be? Well, yeah, I'm asking where do you think we'll be... (laughs) You didn't. Um... At 150? Or at 200? Are we going to even do 150 or are we going to wait until 200 now? You want to wait till 200? I think it's time to wait to 200 because okay. I think 150 we might do something else. We might do one of these other sort of like smaller things we talked about. Mm-hmm. We'll see after our meeting. 200, huh? Yeah. Where do you think we'll be on our 200th episode? Oh, man. I'm trying to think because like 100 episodes took us from... 1930s to the 1990s. Right. However, we are getting to a point now where there's going to be so many more movies. But (laughs) how many of them are going to actually meet our criteria? I think we'll be in the 20 teens. 20 teens, all right. Yeah. I think we'll be in the mid to late 2000s. Really? Yes. In a hundred episodes? Because I overshot last time. Okay, I'll overshoot this time, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's what it'll be. And we'll see. And we'll be both wrong. And (laughs) it'll be like, we'll be caught up and be like, fuck, we're out of movies. (laughs) You know it's going to take us four years to reach a hundred more episodes. Don't worry about it. Oh my God, you're right. (laughs) We won't be caught up. There's no way to be caught up. (laughs) Maybe we'll be caught up with whatever this year is, but oh God. What year is it? It's 2023. Okay. <laughs> Not for much longer. Hmm. Ah. Which actually, I guess we should probably wrap up with a disclaimer that this is it for the year. This is it for the year. We are taking the rest of December off because we earned it. Not that there's much, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, the first Monday in the next year is on January 1st. Fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, um... Good luck to me getting that <laughs> with being on vacation. So yes, I guess that's that's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. It, it'll it'll be fine. Yes, it'll it'll happen. We gotta get through these movies. Oh God, yeah, we do. We we gotta watch more movies, man. We gotta watch more movies. It's time, and it's it's gonna be a surprise what we post. But I will say we're still in 1997. <laughs> Should I get excited? Yes, you you should be excited for our next episode. Yes? Yes. Okay. I'm still not telling you what it is. Fuck. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And with that, I think we should say... (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys then next year. (laughs) Bye now. Bye-bye. So the bad guy, Ravan, he's got really, his eye shadows on fleek, my dude. Like, it's, it's so good. He's kind of pretty. <laughs>